This is the Adult Explore the Bible Weekly Leader Training Podcast. This podcast is designed to help teachers prepare to lead a Bible study group using LifeWay's Explore the Bible adult resources. Each week, we review the Bible passage for that week's study, and we examine some questions teachers may face and give some teaching tips along the way. Uh, This winter, we are studying Genesis chapters 1 through 19. I'm Amber Vaden, your host, and today I'm joined by John Paul Basham. John Paul is our Director of Adult Ministry at Lifeway, so he leads the work for ongoing curriculum and short-term curriculum for adults. Oh, and custom curriculum for adult groups. John Paul, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Today, uh, we will just jump in to talk about the beginning of Genesis. Uh, So this is our introduction podcast, so we won't get into specifics uh, as far as like the session the session studies, because those will come soon. But we do want to give just a general overview of what group leaders can be looking for in the book of Genesis and maybe tie together some overarching themes that that we'll encounter. Uh, So as we know, Genesis is a book of beginnings. And in this book, we see the beginning of the created world, the beginning of man and woman, and the beginning of sin in the world. It's an understatement to say that a lot happens in these chapters. We learn a lot about God and His nature, and in the first few chapters, we read about how humanity sinned, and we dive into the story of Noah and the flood. Most importantly, we see the beginning of God's relationship with Abraham and his descendants, through whom God would send the Savior. Soon after Adam and Eve's fall in the Garden of Eden, God promised a Redeemer who would destroy the works of Satan and offer humanity a way out of their slavery to sin. Abraham and his offspring are part of God's plan for salvation, so there's just a lot of ground to cover. We have some questions that we're going to jump into that as group leaders, you may uh, run across this question yourself or you may be asked it by your group members. So we'll just begin. Today, we're going to talk about three questions, um, and these should just offer some insight and into the first 19 chapters of Genesis so that we can walk away with just an understanding of some basic foundations of what we will study this quarter. Uh, Our first question is this, John Paul, what do you see as the biggest benefits to be gained from a study of Genesis chapters 1 through 19? Yeah, well, so Genesis lays the groundwork for everything else that we read in Scripture. And what I've always loved about Genesis, this is just a personal takeaway. Mm -hmm. I've always loved how narrative the book of Genesis is. Yeah. So it's a place that that I frequently point people to just to kind of get into the narrative of Scripture. Not only because it's so basic and foundational and shows the history and the roots of so much else that you're going to see in Scripture. But it also just draws you into the story. Genesis is fun to read. Mm -hmm. It's fun to study. It's super eventful. I mean, it's almost, you know, as you walk through it, it's like the best movie that you've ever watched. It's like one thing after the next, one major happening after the next. And all of them are are tremendously impactful as you move through the rest of Scripture. Um, So in laying that groundwork... You, you understand where we came from, uh, how we got in the fallen state that we're in. You see the beginnings of God's gracious work. Um, 
You see, the original purpose for humanity, the the foundation from which we understand God's covenant with Israel, and and then ultimately, you know, like like we talked about that transferring, that helps us understand the covenant that we're living in now as believers. And so all of that, that kind of origin story of humanity, of sin, of covenant relationship, um, God's work to bring his people to a place where they know him and understand him and see how they are set apart from the rest of the world and the rest of the world seeing how God's people are set apart from them to show him as more, as bigger, as the one true and only God uh, are just some of the things. I mean, that's absolutely the tip of the Genesis iceberg. Exactly. Uh, but those are some of the things that I would point out. Yeah, that is that is so true. I think there's reading the first few, even just the first few chapters of Genesis, it helps us even really to understand who God is, what he is like, and how how we can have a proper understanding of him. And without that, it's really hard to fully understand the rest of scripture. So it offers us so much, so much. Um, Okay. So in, uh, in Genesis, we're going to come across um, some teachings and themes that just keep popping up. What are some of the primary teachings uh, that we find in this book? Well, I'll name a few and then maybe you can, Chime in and, and name a few too. I have a few also, yeah. So creation, Genesis explains how things came to be. And so I've I've got young kids. My kids are nine, eight, four, and three. Well, they're all about to have birthdays, so they're only that for a few more days. And this is a this is a, a constant conversation that we have, that that uh, creation narrative, how this all came together. Um and Another thing that I think is is important for learners to take in is how the Trinity plays into that creation. Who did what? It's so cool to see from the very beginning of Scripture, from that creation moment, the work of God, the work of Jesus, the work of the Holy Spirit. Of course, you kind of have to go to John 1-1 to understand some of that really unpacking the work of Christ in that moment. Um, but that creation narrative is uh, clearly a, a huge theme in the book of Genesis. Um, another one would be work, that God himself worked in creation and his design was for humans to work and to flourish through oversight over creation. And just it's a, it's a modeling that God allows us to do just as he has dominion over us. He, la- he allows us to experience having been created in his image. You are given dominion. You are given charge. You're given this re- responsibility of stewardship over this creation as you glorify him as your maker. Um, <clears throat> and so that's a huge theme there too. And maybe, uh, Another one that I would point out is covenant theology. Um, The covenants that God makes with his people become uh, a huge piece of, again, that foundational narrative. You see a covenant uh, with Adam, with Noah, with Abraham, moving forward with Moses, with David, all of that pointing to the new covenant. We don't understand the new covenant without understanding these Old Testament covenants that happen. And so many of these we see early in Genesis. 
Um, and so those are, those are three that I would point out. What would you say? Those are, yeah, those are foundational. Uh, I would add to that three more. Um, first, we see just, it's very clear here that God created gender and marriage. Uh, he created humans in his image for the purpose of relationship. Uh, he created them male and female. We get that from chapters one and two in Genesis. Uh, and it was God's design for Adam to have a female mate with whom he would share his life. So um, we see all of that uh come to fruition just in these these first few chapters, the very first few chapters. Uh, together, Adam and Eve made up a family and were tasked with procreating and raising children. Uh, and so we see um, God's plan right there. We see his creation, what he uh, put together. Uh, next, we see God's relationship with his people. Uh, Moses wrote Genesis to help the children of Israel understand and really appreciate their relationship to God, which you have already talked about is a covenant one. And, and we'll get into that this, this quarter as we study. Uh, but we really see that uh, in some very big and small ways, how, what that looks like for them, how he related to the children of Israel and how they we're sometimes faithful to him and we're sometimes unfaithful to him. Uh, and so that's definitely a big part of, uh, of this, of this book of the Bible. And then finally, love and grace underlying the entire book of Genesis is the story of God's pursuing his people. Uh, when Adam and Eve chose to disobey God, he did not just call an end to it all. What instead he put in, into motion, a plan to redeem humanity, even though we had sinned. Uh, and so he had a plan to send the Messiah. And so the theme of God's pursuit of wayward humanity uh, is seen in this, in this book. And, and then it's obviously we see it more in, in further scripture. So Genesis records the beginning of that redemption plan. Okay, so here we this brings us to our final question for today. Some scholars say the book of Genesis divides easily into two sections, uh, and that would be chapters 1 through 11 and then chapters 12 through 50. Uh, can you share uh, some distinctions that we can look for in these two parts of the book of Genesis? Yeah. Well, you know, we kind of talked about how it's it's like one thing after mm -hmm. the next, right at the beginning. The the early the earliest chapters in the book of Genesis are, are the fastest kind of moving chapters. So you've got, I mean, not to just go through all of it, but you have um, in chapters one and two, you have that creation narrative, and then you get into the Garden of Eden in chapters two and three, and then. Um, the, the first human family and Adam's family tree uh, in chapters four and five. Um, the story of Noah uh, in chapters six through nine, the flood to Babel from 10 to 11. And so it's like, boom, 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 one after yeah. the next. All of these really milestone kind of marker events in scripture. And then it really slows down to... Not in a way that's boring, but it's just, it's not like one event after the next. You get into patriar patriarchal history. Um, say that three times fast. So the story of Abraham being that, that primary story there um, from the end of chapter 11 all the way through um, chapter 25. So um, 
of course, we're not we're not going to 25 here. We're stopping at 19. So you get yeah. part of Abraham's story there. But that's, um, I guess, maybe the the biggest stops along the way. So. Yeah, and action action packed. That's really a good summary of the first. Um, it, not even a whole lot of chapters. A lot does happen. You're right, and it goes really fast. Yeah. Um, that's helpful. That's a helpful overview, a quick overview. We do stop at chapter 19, as you mentioned. Um, for for those of you who have been Explore the Bible users for a long, long time, uh, the you may know that that probably means that the next quarter, so our spring quarter, we will pick up at Genesis chapter 20 and study the rest of Genesis. So we will be spending... Um, the next several months uh, in Genesis. So that's that's the good news. Uh, Are you going to put on the last page of this one to be continued real big with like dot, dot, dot? I don't know that we print that, but we absolutely could. <laughs> we could because it's the story's not over. We haven't gotten to the end of the book. We, and we only do that. Yeah. We don't do that a lot. Usually we do get a whole book in one quarter. So it's right. it only happens sometimes. Uh, well, thank you all for listening today. John Paul, thank you for joining us and um, bringing your uh, thoughts and comments to this conversation. Thank you, Amber. We appreciate it. In our next podcast, we will dive into Genesis 1 and 2, where we will study uh, session one. Our guest host will be Mike Livingston. Mike is part of our Explore the Bible team and a frequent guest on this podcast. We hope you'll join us.